Hello and welcome to the Pori Podcast, the show for and about doers. I'm Rob Solly. And welcome, Mike. Welcome to my gym. Welcome to the world-class gym. Who needs Vic Tannies, Rob? What are Vic Tannies? Well, there I go. I've just I've dated myself with my age and, and placed my geographical location. And Vic Tanny was a huge personal fitness trainer back in North America in the 50s, 60s, 70s. All right, like, like yeah. Joe Way Wider was in the 80s. There you go, there you yeah. go. And he was- And the body coaches now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was the, uh, the epitome of fitness, uh, him and Charles Atlas and- Yeah, Charles Atlas. Was, uh, and there was another guy, Jack Lombardi or something like that, who were the, the kind of like the, the real fit guys when I was growing up. If you wanted to be fit like Big Tanny, the guys in swim shorts and bicep Well, curls. you know, in that yeah. classic, you know, in the back of a comic when you wanted to, if you're a skinny little runt and uh, you're on the beach and some guy came and kicked sand in your face, first frame is a, a skinny kid on the beach and the second frame is a big muscular guy comes and kicks sand in your face and steals your ball and your girl. And the next scene is a skinny kid working out at home and he's got the Vic Tanny's personal training, work from home. And then in the last frame is the guy's all beefed up because and smashes the other bully in the face. Okay, I don't, Mike, I don't want to say that. wasn't really what I was thinking when I built this gym. I'm going okay. to be honest, there weren't much, we there weren't much kicking sand and getting revenge on people who uh, caused us past traumas. Yeah. Well, it's, but, it's sort of that karate kid, you know, uh, motivation, like. Yeah, well, I, I, I totally understand growing up buying martial arts magazines, there was always uh, something to sell, something to make you a super badass in the, in the magazines I would buy. But yeah, this, this facility here, I've got my 12 meter track. I've got my I wonder uh, what that rig. was. So yeah, so I've got the mats to one side and obviously no, you guys can't see it. I've got sort of two thirds of it. So we imagine we've got quite a long rectangle. Yeah. On one side of it, we've got the track, one third. And on two thirds, the other side going lengthways, we've got mats. And the idea is slip and non-slip because it's right. 12 meters long, the track, which is yeah. slip. I can push things down. I can do sliders, you know, drills on. And then the uh, gym mats, you know, properly done, I'd mm -hmm. like to add. You know, you've got grip, so you can drop things on them, your weights and stuff like that. And obviously I've got my rig, I've got the space we're in now with the dumbbells, I've got the fit light on the wall, I've got the row at the back, I've got my um, hip thrust, my Nordic curls. So um, the thing was built to last. It looks very, very sturdy. And so, so people start at one on the running yep. track and they just run until they hit the wall here at 12? Exactly, hopefully right. don't, go into the wall or go okay. through the wall. But yeah, so um, I'm a big believer in pushing and pulling things. Have been for many years. And um, one of the things I really like, obviously there's a big surge in it now that a lot of the listeners may know, a guy called Neo the Toes Guy, who's really sort of blown up, not just on the social media world, but genuinely the training world and the influence it has on people. But I've been pushing and pulling things for a long time. And um, what I like about it is that I can put a lot of weight push a lot of weight, pull a lot of weight, but not put much load through my spine. So it's not like doing squats or deadlifts where something's really compressing me. So um, it's good for people who are like in their 50s, 60s that maybe don't want to, you know, you, you sort of worry as a trainer, you know, about how much I should load them, but I want them to be strong. Yeah. And uh, it's great for running and stuff like that. Cause you think of that direction you're pushing in, it's quite similar to the lean you have in run. I could go on for hours, but yeah. push, pushing and pulling things matters. And so, so you say, okay, last week you got to five meters. Now I want you to get to eight. Oh no, everyone gets to the end. It's how much weight. 
Oh, I see. So you, okay. you push it continuously. You don't just uh -huh. like pull it, boom, or push it. Right. It's not something like you push and follow. You push it like you're pushing a car. I get it. I get it now. Okay. Hey, listen. We've got five minutes to the end. Yeah. I'm going to get you pushing and pulling, Mike. Yeah, well, you can push me out right the front door back to the train station. I ain't doing it. But it's, 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 I can see why you've done this because it's a contained, controlled space to run your, your own business, right? You're not, yeah. you're, you're not dependent on David Lloyd's or no, Virgin. No, and no or, places or, or, I've or trained and, yeah. and, you know, like trained people at. You know, I've been fortunate enough that, you know, some of the clients have got me into lots of gyms. So I've um, seen seen loads of gyms and trained people at loads of different gyms. So I'd have that experience of not just doing one or two. And that, that had a big influence on there. What are the things that matter? So obviously we're talking about the track matters to me, the rig matters, lights, reaction. And I don't know if you noticed, but there's really nothing on the floor. I try to hang everything to keep the clutter yeah. away from the floor. And so yeah. I've been thinking about the design of this and how I'm gonna do things for a long time without, obviously I don't have a huge, huge budget, mm. but I do want to think, and it's already happened, there was a Queen Jubilee and some of my neighbors, I was like, ah, oh, see my gym, come on and see my gym. And so I brought them down to the end of the garden and I, I don't think anyone expected what they walked into. Mm. They were thinking like, I was gonna have a shed at the end of the gym with some weights, whereas obviously I put some thought, some love, and you know, definitely some money into this. And there's a couple of other things I still want and want to do and I want to help transform the outside, but it comes back to the idea of why we're here. Mm. I'm mm. investing in myself and I plan to going forwards. Um, I've got some big pressing jobs at the minute, but the, you know I've got a, a client who's about to go on tour, world tour for 10 months. I've got to get that ready for November, but from November, I will definitely have a lot more time. And the plan is to use an online platform yeah. and have people book and come to me. And hopefully my marketing is who I've trained. Yeah, I've got this history of training well-known people from whether that be the entertainment or musician world. And now I need to communicate that with people. And, you know, obviously we're, this is the welcome to the Hapori podcast. Mm. We are on the Hapori podcast. I will be using Hapori for that yeah. to book the clients in, you know, so they can, I will put the times I'm available. They're going to come select them. And it's my job in some way to let that wider area around me know that I have this yeah. and that I'm available to train because this is the, this is crazy. I've never done this before. Yeah. I've never yeah. ever gone to the public or to market. And I'm not trying to say that as a complete dick, mm. but I've always had these set clients word of mouth and it's built some, yes, I can do that. No, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But this all changed for me. Yeah. Yeah. And then so with more clients coming in and not just word of mouth or friends of friends, it's perfect strangers. So having somewhere where they can go learn all about you, book the time, see what you offer, what you're available, what your specialty is, I can see how an app like Kapori is just really, really key to building that side of your business. Well, yeah, I'm not a tech guy. Mm. I'm a trainer. I yeah. genuinely am. So I need to leave that to someone else. Yeah. And I know this, this sounds like a plug, but it would, if it wasn't them, it'd be someone else. Yeah. I need that. Yeah. And I want a system where I know that at three o'clock on a Wednesday, Sheila's coming. Brilliant. Oh, Sheila can't make it. Bush. Uh, it's now that slot's available and perhaps it sends a push notification to the people who are on the database or my active clients say, hey, I've got an availability now. And I reckon, I don't know, I think this may be the period where I actually 
could make more money. Mm-hmm. And I sort of... That's the idea, isn't it? Yeah, completely. Because um, at the minute, I'm limited by the amount of time I have, the people I can train to. We've Since we've been here, you've seen mm. uh, something move that was tonight. It's got moved to tomorrow. And I have to be quite reactive. And I have to take on board what these people do and how their lives are and yeah. they, how work just goes, you know, you're from that background, so you know all about it. Um, I won't have that in this. I'll be more structured. Mm. And I'm really looking forward to it quite a lot. You know, I, 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 like, I love what I do. It's easy for me. So I'm looking forward to perhaps training more people than I do at the minute and hopefully having greater influence on more people's lives. And, you know, and then maybe I think of ways of doing two or three people together, mm-hmm. you know, bringing the cost down and, you know. And how, what is sort of the prep you'd have to do if you're doing group sessions? Because I mean, the personal and personal trainers, you know, the key word there. And, and, and I know you've, you've said in the past how you prepare and you think about what that person needs to do, where they were from last time, what we got to start with. How, how would you be able to adapt to have two or three people or even more? Well, that, that's, would be, three would probably be the max. Right. But um, I train two families. And Mike, they're the toughest sessions I do. Mm. They really are keeping everyone engaged, having the right weights for everyone. Obviously, I'm on the road with them. Mm. Here, I would have more platforms. I think that there's certain things that we'd have a call and response, and that would be when one person rests, the other person's going. It allows me to just keep coaching. So, you know, we can stay on top of the techniques. But it really is tricky because no one's the same and no one's level's the same. Yeah. But if I'm training, you know, sort of like Sheila again at an eight out of 10, but Chloe might find that eight quite easy for her, her it's a six. So I've got to address certain things and, you know, use little tips and tricks and just adapt and modify perhaps certain exercise. So it's easy, but at the same time, not alienate Sheila, that she's looking and going, well, Chloe's kicking my butt here. I want that teamwork. I want them to feel like they're in this together, pushing each other on, striving forwards. So as a trainer, that is something which actually quite excites me. And I know there'll be trainers, listen to this, who are really good at that. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it. I see it on Blackheath sometimes. But that's somewhere I'm, I'm looking forward to, like trying to build up my uh, toolkit. Yeah. Well, and again, going back to the app, uh, having multiple clients at one time, you're going to need some sort of organizational help, right? Just keeping track of who who they are and when they're available, when they all want to come. Again, that's back to the business administrative side. So whatever help you can get, you're going to, you're going to want to have that, aren't you? Yeah. And um, I do a thing where I measure people. I've gone on about that quite a bit during this series and Mm. we should actually probably talk about why we're here. But, um, uh, in that series and I I then make these videos that send to people mm-hmm. and what's great is I've now got this database and via the Hapori I can just send them the videos that they need for their exercises that I don't really want them to do here mm-hmm. if I if there's the corrective program I want them to do that daily by daily or you know once every two days I want to spend the time with them working on the other things and their homework to be that. Yeah. Um, and if you're investing with me, you know, I'm pretty full on. I'm saying, if we want to get there, this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so the, the Hapori podcast allows me to go, right, I know that Sheila needs such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such, such and such. Okay, send her those five videos. So I'm, I'm creating a database of all the exercises that I think cover the stretching and corrective program that I do. Mm. Um, I'm sure that 
in time that will keep growing and I'll think of other things and more effective exercises. But it's so awesome because in the past, I used to have to get people back for a second time. Mm -hmm. You know, and now I've got that attention to detail. The way I explain things, for example, there's a Swiss ball just behind you, this gym ball on the wall mounted. And um, when I asked- Like Indiana Jones, I thought he was gonna come roll over and crush me. (laughs) Like, um, when I when I ask people to do the Swiss ball side stretch, it's very important that they find a line, that their body is in line, but the feet aren't in line. And so you need me to explain that. What is it we're looking for? I can't just say Swiss ball side stretch 30 seconds each time. That will not cuffs the mustard. There's no point doing all these details and measurements and then not paying attention to the details afterwards. So I'm, you know, I'm really excited to to get on with this and i love the fact that i can send that out and just go hey here we go you're ready and it's it's not that much more work for me i've just got to calculate it yeah. all before i'd spend another hour and a half going this 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 and this so um i'm more efficient they have a constant reminder remember when i would do it before i'd usually ask the person to film it yeah so they had reference but um you know, then they go away, oh, what's this again? Mm-hmm. Whereas they've always got this reference, which is me cueing specific cues. Um, and there'll be things I'll be, I'll be like going, hey, watch out for this, remind yourself about this. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, hopefully I know the trappings. But we're here after the chatting to some people on the Hapori podcast. A wide variety of people, I'd say. And we're here yeah. to, to reflect on that and yeah. to sort of like see that, how we can tie that in into helping the trainers out there improve their game, up their game. Yeah, well, I think the overriding uh, theme of all of them was one of inspiration, right? So- And hard work. And hard work, yeah. 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 Um, Just looking at people who've excelled in their field and got to their top level, and then, you know, made a career of it, so that's the business side, and, you know, they're sharing their stories. So hopefully, personal trainers who are coming to Hippori Coach are looking to them go, oh yeah, I'd like to be like Jason Gardner. I'd like to be at that, low, that top level of an athlete or I want to be, uh, I want to specialize like Jordan Turner. And that, that, that was the other interesting thing where personal trainer is an umbrella uh, label, isn't it? Uh, mm. it I'm a that, generalist personally. Yeah, yeah. And, but some people can, can specialize. In, and, in, and Jordan's an example of that yeah, so with, the, would, with the breath work the and breath it's work. very niche right now. Yeah. And um, it's something that's really vital and really should spread into all all trainers practices made me more mindful mm. of the people i train breathing mm. so i got something out of that from just being in the room and holding myself to account going yeah jordan's right here mm. you know he is like why don't we underpin everything by breath just i think i've said in some of my tips and tricks that i always try and read that person i like them to walk towards me before the session so I like to be there first, yeah. and I like that they're coming into the room and I'm trying to read, hey, are they big beaming smile, do they not look interested, are they on the phone, are they stressed? Or, and so I'm trying to make these reads. Whereas Jordan, just by saying breathe, mm. that's a universal read, because if you, if you need to calm down, if you're a bit hyper, breathe. Those breath, breaths gonna help you in a second. If you're quite stressed, breathe, let go, mm-hmm. which was a great thing. Yeah. And Amy is also a specialist. Yeah, uh, the two of them I, I took away from that is that yeah, you can find your corner of the market and be the expert in that one field and as, a, as a way of standing out in quite a busy, pretty full, well-populated industry. So you having a, 
a marketing and a business plan to kind of push that one side. And if you look at Jordan's Instagram, he does a lot of breath stuff and the ice bag. He likes, he's mental for the ice, isn't he? Um, but he, he pushes that particular side, even though he can train in any fields and, and get you to lift weights and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But that's especially, and he really pushes that. Yeah, so if you're looking for a breath work or a cold yeah. uh, therapy guy in London, that's the guy, you yeah. know that. Whereas there's hundreds of trainers. If you just go, oh, I need a trainer. Mm. Okay, so I've just taken, you know, in regards to what I'm doing, I'm working with a nutritionist now. And I know he's very much into the transformation, something that I'm not. He's a specialist that I'm bringing him into my stable to try and take care of that side with people so I can concentrate on the training. He's going to take care of their diet. You know, like if I'm, I've got a client at the minute who's um, got uh, shooting a, a music video three days. They start tomorrow, actually. Mm. Been doing dance rehearsals for six days. I saw mm. them on Saturday. You know, knackered. Mm. So I know Amy. Amy's a stretch specialist. She's also great at decompressing, creating space. Sent them straight to Amy. I was yeah. like, call out with me. And it's having this network of people that I can call up for favors, help me out. You know, they know that it was call and responses work. You know, mm. they're charging them. Mm. But I like that. Like, so if I, I wouldn't be have a problem of saying, someone says to me, yeah, I really want to get into that cold. I'm going, oh, go see Jordan. Build up this network so perhaps that you can help each other out when your strength is someone else's weakness. Yeah. Um, there, I do think there's enough space for us, you know, as in trainers. Yeah. Um, we try our best, and I'm guilty of this, to try and occupy too much space. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just do this now, and I'm trying to delegate to be better. Mm. Something I've really come to grips with recently. They want to do better. I want to be better. So how do I do that? Mm. And, you know, now, you know, I'm giving my nutritionist guy Lean With Luke work happy days for him yeah and work for amy hopefully happy days for her she builds up i know she does a great job i'm hoping that should they have any other music videos or any tours they go oh i need someone oh, well amy is that person because yeah. you know as i was trying to communicate during that thing when we usually think of stretching we used to think of like reaching for something you know touching our toes or massage yeah oh yeah she's somewhere in between somewhere on another level and I think that has uh, value to yeah, people. Well, well, like you, you kind of said that there's, there's only so many hours in a day or a week, um, and you've got to balance it. And you have you're running your business, and you got your clients, and but overall, you have like a duty of care, like you care about the, um, massively. The and I hope that I hope that comes across. And I hope, yeah, I hope by delegating here, exactly, that some of these guys and girls they don't think, oh, well, that's not what I signed up for. Mm. But actually, I'm saying this is better. Yeah, we've got a client we myself and luke were talking about this sunday so i've brought him a client who works sometimes he's at home sometimes he's on set filming mm -hmm. sometimes he's in a studio doing tv shows so there is three different fields mm -hmm. and you know luke calmed me down and said right what we're going to do is we're going to find out we're going to create a plan for when he's at home a plan for when he's filming the uh show and a uh, plan for when he's filming the TV series. The three different, completely different fields of his life, and maybe a fourth plan that could overlap, or whatever. But now that's how his life is divided up. Now we're covered, and they're different plans because, for example, at the studio there's a chef. So now we know we can say to the chef, right, we want him to eat this, this, and this. 
Oh, he's on set. Okay, we can use a meal prep company. Bang. If he's at home, please cook such and such or eat this kind of thing. So and I loved it. Mm. As I was trying to find one thing to hit all three bases, he was like, no, let's, let's keep them separate. It's not complicated. He just knows it's a red day, it's a yellow day, it's a blue day. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we take care of it. And I, I love that. And so I'm grateful. And I'm like, oh, take that into other people. And, and here I am sharing it with you and going, perhaps this is something you haven't thought of in your nutritional plans. Yeah. They're just every day. Try and do this every day. Okay, but maybe let's look at the makeup of your day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you, it's going back to what the, the, the client gets out of it is if you, you're showing that duty care, I can, I can train you in this, I can do this for you, but I can tell that you need this. I, I'm not the person for that, but I know who can sort that out. So you, you are still caring. You are kind of still training, but you're just getting a specialist to look after that one area. Like if you, yeah. you went to your GP and said, okay, you're fine. I can give you something to cure your cold or whatever, but your, your leg is falling off. So I got it. I know someone who can sew it back on for you. I'm not really good at that, but I want you to get your legs sewn back on. Yeah, and there may be areas where people don't have the money for all of those things, and I I am aware of that. And and maybe you have a nutritional plan or you go and do a course and you study and you create these plans that could still do similar things. You know, you just try and get on top of your game and then show them the love. Mm -hmm. Show them the love, you know, the care, the duty of care. I do like to think, I, I, would, I would be gutted, Mike, if my clients didn't think I cared about them. Because yeah. I do, you know, a lot. This podcast was brought to you by the Hapori Coach app. If you're a personal trainer, then you know that time is money. That's why the Hapori Coach app was created, to help coaches manage their businesses better and to support growth and longevity. The platform makes it easy to onboard and train clients, manage your sessions, keep track of finances and take automated digital payments. Plus, your clients will love it as they get their own app to accompany their training with you, tools to track their progress and an easy, seamless way to help them manage their bookings. So if you're looking for a way to take your personal training business to the next level, then Hapori Coach is the perfect solution. Check them out at www.hapori.com and enter promo code PODCAST50 to get a 30-day free trial, 50% off your first year and 10 completely free professionally designed health and fitness ebooks to send out to clients and prospects. That's some serious value there. So go get over to hapori.com today. On a wider scale, you have someone like Scott who we had on who's kind of creates some many many different things, doesn't he? He's got he's got the the shakes and he's got the courses and, and various products and the and books and the books as well. Yeah. Well, books. you know, Scott really had the um, marketing down. Mm, yeah. That's that's something which made him different and unique to all these things. Really thought about it. You know, he has a PR guy, hence how yeah. we we got there. I think he's the only person that we maybe maybe Amy does. I don't know. Mm. You know, but he's the only uh, as in Olympian Amy mm-hmm. um, does which means that he's how he's trying to communicate with people what he's trying to get out there but his marketing was really well thought out his brand is on point and it you know again all these things make me think and i I sit there thinking oh man i need to do more i need to be more like that Mm. and and i hope he's a good example of what 
you can achieve. You know, the numbers he was given us were quite staggering. His yeah. reach and his international reach. Mm. You know, that that's for real. So there's a lesson there that maybe Scott was a visionary in the fact that he's he's like, hey, because of the internet and apps and stuff, I don't have to communicate to someone in Basingstoke or Liverpool mm. or, you know, Skegness. Mm. I can communicate with someone in Dubai, Mumbai, yeah. you know, Perth. Yeah. Uh, and look at it as a global brand. And yeah, that's quite interesting. Yeah, he really seemed to harness the power of the internet and, and, and realizing that you don't have to be personally in the same space with somebody to be a personal trainer. You could use digital platforms to, to reach, as you say, a global audience. Completely. And if we know one thing, it's that the, the COVID has just changed everything. Yeah. The pandemic so there are more people online trainers that i used to see that wouldn't offer online mm. now offer online as well you know because obviously they were hit they want to make money up they've also seen how perhaps effective it can be yeah so um yeah broadening those skills being aware that you can perhaps do two things at once there's branches you we're talking about diversifying mm. so you know he really had that diversifying sort of like head on as well as his marketing head yeah. Yeah. yeah, he approached everything very much in a, in a business sense, didn't he? That was really his main driver. Uh, was more than all of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, completely, uh, completely. You know, everyone was working on their business side. And obviously but that's because, to a degree, a lot of them come from a, a skill background. Yeah. You know, he was a guy that found a way. Yeah. Found a way rather than, you know, like as in grown up sort of training these things. He mentioned the boxing and other sort of fight sports in the past and stuff like that. But you know, like um, that's the thing that he suddenly had that that sudden realization, kading, yeah, the eureka yeah. moment. Yeah, he saw the the gap in the market, whereas yeah, and he felt that he had something to offer to that market. Yeah, and he had somebody completely different. Came from a, a lateral side, which was Michael, who grew up playing rugby, dreaming of playing for England, and then ends up on the West End stage. Yeah everything underpinned by this attention to detail this yeah. work i think that i won't be outworked mm. and i'm going to pay attention to everything yeah um you know like obviously he was a real someone i pushed to have on because you know i find him an inspirational character and he wasn't 19 i think i was 19 when i met him and i was just mm. like who's this dude you know no mm. no one else was doing what he did in regards to how he did it that extra 1%, that extra 5% constantly searching for it, which may mean that his success is, that's one of the reasons he's achieved so much so young. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, since we've spoken, he's gone going on to achieve more that I'm, I'm hopefully the public will see very soon. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then finally, it's, it's Jason and Amy who are actually ambassadors for Hapori. They are. Um, both Olympian champions. Uh, both have gold medals. Yeah. 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 We don't have any of those, Mike, do we? Not yet, but you know, I'm hoping to get a podcast called out of those. Oh, oh yeah. So this, yeah. This, this series, Mike, yeah. this well, series. You know, you got to show, you know, this is, this, is like, this is like the regionals, right? Yeah, we'll okay. get, then we'll get to the nationals. Okay. Yeah, you know, that's the way I We're up and out. Well, then we'll is... get to the Olympics. All right, we're getting to the Olympics. But yes, um, and those people have lived and breathed it, and they've dealt with pressure. Mm. Real, real pressure. And, um, you know, I think you have to deal with pressure as a trainer because sometimes things don't go well. You know, should a person break down in several ways, they actually physically break down or mentally break down on you. I've had people cry on me and I learned this lesson one time of just giving someone a hug mm. because I think even though like I'm super friendly, I'm not a hugger. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
<laughs> and you know, like this, you know, I learned a lesson from one client as in like, perhaps that's what's what needed. Obviously we're talking about appropriate behavior here, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, no you tickling, know, no you tickling. are no tickling. And you know, like you can always ask, do you need a hug? You know, do you need a hug in that moment? But so much is going on in people's life and exercise sometimes unlocks things. Yeah. So um, that's one of the, the beauties of dealing with pressure and keeping a, a cool head and rather than I had a cold heart, mm. now I've got a cool head and go, okay, what's the right thing to do here? What does that person need? How do I make them feel awesome? Because mm -hmm. ultimately we want them to look awesome, but health, feel awesome. You know, so yes, those people have really dealt with pressure. And you really saw with Amy, Olympian Amy, mm -hmm. that she had a keen, she had a bit of Michael, she had that eye for detail. I'm not saying Jason didn't, but she really came across and communicated that mm -hmm. in the walking of the, the track and all just the little things that she was doing and her team were doing to find that extra aero dynamic. Mm -hmm. 1%, all these little things, what she was eating, what she was drinking. Yeah, she seemed to have that real eye of the tiger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And then her and Jason have both made that post-career transition to stay within the fitness game, as it were. But even though Amy was kind of said, well, you know, if the bunny was right, I might get back into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, they've, they're, they've managed to make that transition to, to stay within fitness and health. Yeah, because they know how it's done. They know how it's done. They know how it's done and they've been around that problem from 10, 11 and yeah. they, they also see perhaps some of the ingredients for success mm. and how some people fall away. Mm -hmm. So going forwards, I think as the host, I'd like to explore that more with uh, future guests and people of, of gravitas like that who've really done high level sport and to sort of say, okay, what happened to the people that fell away? You know, mm. why did they fall away? What makes you different? And, um, you know, is it luck? Yeah. Is it hard work? Is it attention to detail? You know, is it, was it your coach? Yeah. And I, th it's I think- It's gonna be all that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're things I'd like to explore and bring to our audience because um, we often say, you know, I like a guy, a trainer called Jeff Cavalier, he says it's called Athlean X, and he says, train like an athlete. Well, you know, let's let's find out how the athletes actually train and their mindset and bring that down. There's there's something still to learn there and something I'm hungry to communicate better and draw out of people. Definitely. And lastly, Mike, I want to say thank you to the good folks at home who are listening to this. Definitely, definitely. If, we're, if they weren't there, we'd feel pretty stupid sitting there just talking in your gym. Yeah, yes, you well, never know, we yeah. may be, well, we yeah. may be. But I do want to say thank you and I really hope you've found some value in this and I hope that we can bring you more in the future and if there are any questions, anything you think missing, any guest ideas, series two yeah. is going to be bigger and better. This was really the dry run, yeah? yeah. This is the dry, and, and obviously this was a tricky with scheduling. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry about that, Mike. But um, we finally got there, end of series one, and we're going to look for bigger and better in series two. And with the things I was talking about, if Hapori is booking my um, training in the future, well, we can book out two hours for the Hapori podcast and I can exactly. be more reliable. Well, not that you weren't reliable, but we, you know, we're both busy people, but having some sort of tool that you can go to to say, I'm free here and that's the time I'm available. Yeah. And then you work, work around it. It's just, that's just life, Rob. Yeah, and maybe who have future guests, we, we can film them, we can sort of record it in here yeah. and I'll throw in a free session as well. I'll beast them before or after, before. 
Well, I think that leads us nicely on to this. Solly's soliloquy. Imagine life is a tug of war. You can't push the rope, otherwise you'd forfeit. You'd lose. So you pull the rope. Pull yourself through life, and the harder you pull, the greater the reward. But the pull, it takes effort. Know that everything you do is underpinned by effort. We're gonna take on the world! That was the Hapori Podcast, presented by me, Rob Solly. And me, producer Mike. Follow me on Instagram at Rob underscore Solly. Or us at, at Pod People UK. And of course, follow Hapori Coach on Instagram. And don't forget to download the Hapori app. And don't forget to follow the Hapori Coach Spotify playlist to get all your motivational tunes. Hapori, it's Maori for community. Take on the world.